Welcome back to the 1% Club. <clears throat> Here we are. We're about to talk about somebody that's really important in my eyes to the history and a big part of what's wrong with injustice. What's wrong with the racism. Okay, I want you to realize that in order to understand where we are where we are now, we gotta understand where we came from. You feel me? And part of 1% Club is understanding and learning, indulging yourself into things, indulging yourself into these books, to the history, because at some point in time, I'm not going to be able to say that I played this game, so I'll be too busy on YouTube learning, I'll be too busy in the library learning, I'll be too busy reading up on these articles, learning about these people that were silenced by the books, that were silenced by the YouTube, okay? So we're going to talk about George Sidney Jr., a young king. 1944, Charlestown, South Carolina. This young man was hanging out with these two white ladies. Remember one's last name was Dutch, but I can't remember the other one. I do my research, but I got a really good standpoint on this. That man was hanging out. He went out. He saw was what the, he, they claimed that he saw these two girls last. It took 10 minutes, verdict done, he's in jail. He goes, electric chair, dies with 5,380 volts that go to his brain, okay? Now what I just said, it sounds like it was really quick. That, that's how it went, that's how fast it was, okay? I want you to understand something. He, he was blamed with the murder of these two girls. He's 14. Let me build you a let me build you some. 14, 95 pounds. About five, 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 six. Skinny boy. Real skinny. Two girls. Two girls. I guess you could say they came from the rich. They had more money than him. Therefore you look at his they were richer than him. Had more money than him. Okay? These two girls go missing. Now, that's the thing I want you to realize. That's the thing you need to learn, and that's why I'm telling you guys you need to study these things. Because in matter one, at least, junior year, they don't teach you about this case. Which is so upsetting to me. Because this case is right before the Emmett Till case. And I know Emmett Till's so important. And Emmett Till's a big thing that, that people need to learn about. But George was just as important. It showed the very injustice part of the white man back in the old times. Okay? So we need to get this out the way. Because I'm so tired. Of, I told my teacher, I was like, we need to talk about George. He's right before. We're going to learn about George. She told me, no. We're not going to learn about George. So I wanted to learn about George. And I taught myself about things about George. And that's all I want you to realize something. This kid was 95 pounds. They claimed that, they claimed that the two girls were they were found was in a ditch. Okay? Was in a ditch. On the border between the blacks and the whites, where the segregation was. Of the, I guess the you could say towns or the villages or whatever. Right on the border of those. Okay, they're found with two 
where blunt blunt hits to the head by a blunt object, okay? And that's what happened, okay? Now, they were hit multiple times in the head, and apparently the, the whole town was shocked about their death. And so they blamed the black boy that was in the search party. He was searching for them. Now, I'm not taking out. I'm not saying that he could have never, but I doubt a 14-year-old boy would have tried to would know how to be so sneaky about it and go join a search party. Okay, I don't think he had that type of bone in him, and I don't think he could have done that himself. I don't think he would have thought about that. Okay, so now. He gets blamed. Now, into the trial, as I learned, as I watched the trial, and I watched the, and I watched the case, right? These, his sisters, and his friends and his brother said he came home with no blood on him. Now, understand this is before the 2000s, before the 1980s, before we developed things like washing machines and like bleach and all that shit, like. It was really just soap water. Okay? He had no sponge with him, so he couldn't go wash out the clothes in the river. If he did, he'd probably be soaked. So, that's what I'm not understanding is they didn't give him a fair trial. Because that's what I'm saying. You have to look at these points. He's not getting the fair trial. There's so many things that could have possibly went wrong. So many things that could have possibly been appointed. But it... He wasn't acquitted. That's what doesn't make sense to me. Because you see, George was doing his thing. He was just being a kid. His parents were strict. His parents forbid them to go anywhere without letting them know. Because they knew where, how it was back in the day. How, how unfair it was. Okay? So I'll put that out for you. So now George, he's sitting there and he's getting accused. George doesn't have his parents by his side because I ran them out of town and he has no lawyer. It took 10 minutes. And George only, there's a term, I can't remember the term, but if, if the term is used for when you don't really believe in it, but you're forced to take responsibility for the action itself. So they basically brainwashed this kid to say that he did the action. Okay, they brainwash him. Now, I want you to realize he's 14. He doesn't really know much better. He doesn't, he just knows that he's a kid He's going to try and get by. He doesn't, he doesn't want to do anything too wrong. He's just doing what his parents tell him. He has some friends. Because as a kid, 14, he's not worried about the color. Okay? He just sees these two white girls. He want to want to be friends with them. Right? And so, he's minding his business. And they, they took him out of the crowd. He, he would have been lynched if he stayed there. So, they moved him to Charleston finish it up because he would have never made it I'm telling you now he would have never made it 
if he would have stayed where he was, they would have they would have lynched him. And for lynch, for you not knowing what lynched means, it literally is just meaning that they would have literally brutally assaulted him and jumped him with weapons and try to kill this kid because they think that he killed the two white ladies. Okay. So now, now you got this in mind. Realize how cruel and inhumane this is. Okay. This 14-year-old kid gets no rights, gets no justice, gets no way to prove himself not the killer, not guilty. And he just takes it. He, he takes responsibility. And now he's 14. And he's facing the electric chair. Now this is where it gets sad. Okay. The electric chair... Shot 5,380 volts into his brain. Okay? Shot 5,380 volts into his brain. So now, what I'm wondering is understand this part too. The kid was so small, like I said, he was probably 5'5, five, 5'6. Five, five, I probably built that. I probably thought of that wrong. Because they had to put chairs so he could sit on it. And then they would put the thing on him. They would electrocute him. But the thing that doesn't make sense to me is why do they have these people watching him get electrocuted? He had a friend named Junior. That kid watched him get electrocuted. And he tried to turn away, and his father didn't let him. And it sucks to think that this is what life used to be for a black American. This is what this is what I don't get. Why do things like this get shoved away? But if it was to a white lady, if it was to a white person, no racism. But if this was the case. You don't see this, this role reversal, okay? You don't see this. So now I'm confused as if, why do we not get that? Trayvon Martin gets acquitted, his George Zimmerman gets acquitted from the trial, gets acquitted from the jury, and then he goes and sues Trayvon Martin. When he was the one that followed Trayvon and shot him with the gun. I don't understand this part, man. This kid's 14. He has so much life left ahead of him. He didn't worry about it. He didn't think he one day he'd be sitting in a chair that would shock him. It shocked it shock, They shocked him for so long. That the thing that covered his face, the little fat power mask, it blew off. You can see his eyes gone. You can see his face burnt. They made people watch this as like a TV show. This is what I don't get. Why don't we get, why don't we learn about this in school? Why do I have to learn about it this way? It's disgusting. 
is disgusting. Because it's about time that someone's going to speak on it. And I will speak on it. I will speak on his name. And when I go to the protest tomorrow, I don't care what no one does. No one's stopping me. I'm going to the protest and I will speak on it. Because this protest was about the 1% club. This is part of being the 1% club. Learning about your history. Learning. Wanting to study. Know everything. Be great. But at the same time, this is just me talking. I want to talk on this podcast. I want to get live. I want you to realize. I get you fired up about something. Make you learn something today. I don't want you to listen to this podcast and make you learn something today. Junior year, they don't teach you about this. They skip right over George Steele Jr. And they go right to Emmett Till. And again, like I said, rightfully Emmett Till had a big story too. But a 14-year-old, the youngest to ever get to get the, the death penalty by electric chair, or death penalty in general, is not talked about. Why? Why are they hiding this crucial information from us? This kid's 14. You're telling me this 14, 95-pound kid can throw two girls around and then try and beat one one to death. And then his friend, her friend can't push him off? That's bullshit. That's horseshit. Then he goes home with no blood on him. No blood on his pants, his shirt, his face, his hands his arms, and then he goes and searches and still is found to be guilty. I'm not saying that black lives only matter. We know all lives matter. All lives matter. We know this. But not all lives matter until black lives matter. Too many people George Floyd, Tavon Martin, Emmett Till, George Stinney Jr., all these people. And there's more. But these people don't get justice ever. Rarely do you see justice be served. The police are out here arresting at least a thousand people from these protests. A thousand. Three out of four police officers have not been charged to George Floyd's murder. That's what I don't get, man. Why does racism have to be a debate? Why? There is no need for this to be a debate. You should realize it's wrong. You should realize people go to jail for this shit. And that's how it's got to be. If I ran this country, racism would be no joke. Wake up, open your eyes, and realize what's wrong here. Racism, that's what's wrong. Now, don't think that every white person is privileged. No, that's not the case. But understand. They are more more of a chance to walk down the street 
and not be looked at wrongfully than a black man. And you know that's true. You take their white skin from them and they can't do nothing. Jane Elliott. She talked about the brown eye, green eye debate. Brown eye, blue eye debate. So brown eye people, which are the whites, so the blue eye people is the black, and said the brown eye people were much smarter, much better. And it made the brown eye people upset to see them getting treated the way they do. And it made the brown people actually think that they were some better than they were. That was an experiment on the Oprah Winfrey show. And it worked. People thought they were superior to others. We are all equal. We are one race. God built one race. That's the human race. I will not stand to watch someone get mistreated. Like so many kids are getting mistreated. To this day. Till this day. I wake up every day and I thank God that I woke up, man. Every damn day. Because I can wake up dead. I can wake up not feel well. I can wake up to a heart attack. I can wake up to so many different things. And I wake up every day and I thank God. But I tell God that I will not be silenced either. And I will speak my voice. And I don't care. I need to share the I need to share this with the world. I need to let the world know where we stand. Wake up and realize, man, this world ain't so pretty sometimes. Sometimes you're gonna look at it, you're gonna question everything. On my Snapchat story I posted, it said, if you are a sophomore that is turning to become a junior, swipe up, and some people swiped up. And those people, some of those people, I left them on open. Because I knew they weren't going to really do something about this. They just want to see. They don't want to see what I said. What I said. Hold on, guys. Answer the father for my text. Answering my father with a text. So, realize George was treated wrongfully, and there's other people that were treated wrongfully. But what happened to George is not even talked about. Not even talked about. It's disgusting. Jesus Christ. Come on, guys. I'm going to order a food to my house. Wait. That's what I want you to realize. I don't talk because I want to be known. I want to be super cool. I talk because I'm real. I understand the pain of being silenced. 
I understand the pain of what it feels like to be alone. But I'm telling you now, these kids back in the day, you think it's hard because you can't go out? There's kids that got way worse than us, man. It's selfish for you to think the way you, some of you do. I frankly can't sit by and let this go by. 14 year old kid playing with the murder of two two girls. Okay? In a place where they were the two girls were found right in the divider between the whites and the blacks. And yet he's blamed for it. They couldn't think of no one else. This 14 year old boy who weighs 95 pounds took out two girls. And you're telling me that as he was trying to kill one girl, the other girl couldn't come back and try and knock him off and do something else. You know how unrealistic that sounds? Then the kid doesn't even get his parents to come by him. Then the kid doesn't get no one to advance up by him. It takes 10 minutes. They permanently like to try to kill him. And that's that. They make a kid. They make kids in a goal to watch. Then, then when the kids try and turn away, when the kids turn away. They, they turn them back and make them watch. It's stupid. I just want you to realize where we stand in America. Right now, we 2020 has been hit with everything, man. Everything. Hit with everything. And now, this is the final straw. Now we're at the point, right? Where it feels crazy, it feels insane. Kobe died, a virus, a riots, protests, killer bees, Ebola comes back. And this is where we stand at, man. I want you to realize that, like, you do matter. And that, um, don't be silenced by anyone. There's no need to be silenced. Speak up. Don't be silenced by nobody. They have no right to silence you. Be you. Let your voice be heard. At the end of the day, you're not going to hurt nobody. All you're going to do is you're just going to be heard. People are going to hear your opinion. And if people don't want to hear your opinion, opinion, then those aren't the people that you want to talk to. Those people only care for themselves. Okay? I'm going to put that out there. I want to tell you guys that story. Because it's about time someone heard about it. You're incredible. You are all incredible human beings. And what's happening in the world isn't your fault. But you can also change the world. Don't let the world be this way. Don't, don't think that you can't stop it. You can't change nothing. You could change the whole world by you simply 
just understanding where we stand. You are all amazing human beings. You are all great human beings. And we all need to understand that in order to make it in this life that we all have to band together. God created one race. So please, when I tell you that, when I tell you on these podcasts, it's not to sound extremely racist. It's not to sound biased. It's not to sound to do anything to get on your nerves. I want you to realize the honest truth. White people have their white skin. Therefore, they're already looked at as privileged. Take away their white skin. They won't know who they are. Christopher Columbus, we celebrate him every day for finding a new place, for finding out a new location on the world that people are already there. Tell me how that makes sense. Please tell me. Because you can't tell me how that makes sense. Christopher Columbus went to a place and was found as the hero of the place that was already found by other people. Come on. Come on. Hold on to yourself. You know exactly what I'm talking about. We all matter. There's not one person I won't do anything for. I will talk to every single person, no matter what they said to me, no matter what happened to, between us. And I will be there, and I will be there by your side, and I will help you out through everything. One thing I don't help out with is racism. And one thing I don't help out with is discrimination. I will never discriminate against anybody. No matter their special needs, no matter if they're white, black, Mexican. I, I don't like people with garbage personalities. I don't like people that think they're ultimately better than everyone else. Just because you got a car and I don't, don't mean that you're a better person. Half the time I choose to take these walks. How do I fight to get a ride? Because I don't want to ride sometimes. I don't want to walk home. Because it helps me learn something, man. Be a great person. Be great. I want you to realize that. Why not try and be great? Change the world. You have everything to your fingertips in this generation. We have phones, computers, gadgets. Go ahead, write an email to somebody. Write, write, a, write out a text. Do something different. Change the world for how it is. Don't, want, don't let your kids have to live in a world where racism is feared and they have to wash their back because they're a black man or a woman. I'm walking, I'm telling you guys this story while I'm in the rain. I like that I'm in the rain. I like that I want to, I want to walk home and no one's going to make me take Ubers or nothing. Unless I physically cannot walk, I will always do what I want to do. My mindset is different. That's what I choose. So, learn the George Stinney story. Learn the Emmett Till story. Learn more about Harry Tubman and MLK and Malcolm X. The Malcolm X story is also filtered by history. They don't tell you the whole truth. They deceive you. So, I'm just telling you guys, man. 
I want you guys to understand that you are amazing people and that change the world. Do better, not worse. That's all I have to say, man. All right, God bless your souls. All right, Peter George Stinney, man. All right, Peter. George Stinney Jr. All right, Peter, that king, man. Tomorrow, tomorrow marches, I will march it for you too. Don't think I forgot to. But besides that, man, I'll see y'all, I'll see y'all next week. I'll see y'all probably tomorrow. Live it up, God bless your soul. Hallelujah. Do something great.